0: Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Legendarium Podcast. Uh, this is episode... Something. Dang it, I actually wrote it down. 342. This is episode number wow. 342. Hey, look at us. Uh, as far as I can tell. I, I Don't hold me to that. Uh, I am Craig here, your host. Sitting next to me is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hi. Hey, Ryan. And over on the other side of the room, we got hey. Ken. Hey. Todd. Hello again. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, today is a very off-the-cuff episode because, frankly, while... The lead up to this, I'm sure it was not off the cuff from his team. It felt very off the cuff to a lot of the Brandon Sanderson community. It was there was, abrupt. there was an announcement of the off the four
1: cuff. secret novels. <laughs> the statement of, I've had a secret and I can no longer stand it. So we're,
0: we're going to get to all that. So, But that's, that is the, uh, that's the bulk of what we're going to be talking about today is the uh, Brandon Sanderson announcement. Kind of just, uh, I don't know, shooting the something pg about it uh stuff <laughs> shooting the stuff sure that works
2: there's a phrase shooting the breeze we could use hey, oh I yeah, like that hey, one. Yeah. did yeah. you just come up with that no that's i think i heard that breeze. on golden girls
1: once or twice
2: yeah wow <laughs> <laughs>
3: so
0: <laughs> so anyway yeah we've got Your a rose <laughs> this is this is why I've been telling people, so, so people come to me sometimes and say, hey, I want to start a podcast, and yeah. can you give me any advice? You've been doing it for years and years, and I always say three is the magic number. Three <laughs> panelists, because now that yes, we've got is. all four of us in the room, and and Ken and Todd sitting together, we're screwed. We are screwed. <laughs> That's us. And uh, I don't know how this hour is going to go, if it goes for an hour.
2: Fast. Long. see we're in such we're in such sync automatically
0: so okay guys give me give me just a second okay just please get ken yes yes i'm timing you (laughs) give me a minute because i I do want to tell people go to thelegendarium.com you can find all of our links all of our everything there the patreon all that please go to thelegendarium.com if you want to Uh, donate on Patreon or join the Discord community, whatever the the case may be. Uh, The other thing that I'll do is just let you know, I I wanted to break it down for people who somehow missed this news. Uh, So I apologize for the 96% of those listening. They already know about all this. But for those who haven't heard about it, uh, Brandon Sanderson came out in the last week and announced four secret novels that he has written since the beginning of the pandemic so right now we're recording this in uh, what march of 2022 mm-hmm. so we're roughly two years into the pandemic he's written four secret novels he also actually um uh, and a graphic I, novel i knew i knew about those and we can get to why i knew about the four secret novels he actually sprung secrets on the people he had let in on the secret uh there was another secret which was hey i wrote another half a novel you know, it's or it's like it's a full novel for anybody else, but for him, it's a half a novel. Uh, but he's like, Oh, yeah, maybe I'm gonna do a graphic novel out of this, I'll pass it off to somebody else. But essentially, four and a half to five secret books that he dropped on the world, uh, in a very, um, uh, fun, cringy, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, funny video. It's, yeah,
2: it got a little, uh, uh what's the what's the tv commercials where they're selling you stuff and then the there's infomercial. this infomercial fuzzy, yeah. fuzzy but, wait, guy.
4: There's but more. wait there's yeah. more there's more we got a little bit of that and i was like
2: ah oh, don't don't do that brandon don't Although, do that
4: <laughs> i i have to admit i watched it while sitting out in my car all by myself waiting for my daughter and when he dropped scripts three four and five on the table i audibly laughed <laughs> yeah. it was so freaking it's, funny so
1: I, I so i started laughing when he said I have a secret and I can't live with it any longer. And I'm like, okay,
4: whatever this is going to be. <laughs> One in five minutes. <laughs> so, so it has now
0: uh, it has now reached the point, And we're recording this again. It's uh, March 4th uh, at 8.36 p.m. Now, you might wonder why I'm getting so specific. Time stamping. The reason I'm getting so specific with this is because I'm about to tell you how much it's made. And then by the time people actually listen to this episode and they go check the Kickstarter, it will be stupid amounts more
3: yeah oh yeah
0: uh but it's been live for i want to say three days days. now Mm -hmm. Uh, and it is up to good heavens the numbers are still climbing 22.77 million dollars on kickstarter so as of about 24 hours ago it is the most successful financially speaking at least just in terms of sheer dollar amount the most successful kickstarter of all time
4: and it's still open for 27 more days yeah. Uh
0: which is good because I haven't even put in my order yet. Yeah, so, me neither. Me so, neither.
4: Glad. Yeah. Ryan, did you?
0: Oh yeah. I <laughs> was
2: I was uh in realm of like five million dollars, four million dollars when I'm background numbers. Ryan 52? see if you can come get
0: cozier with me. Isn't <laughs> is, is that possible? Okay. All
2: right. We talked um, about this. Cuddle requests come before or after episodes, not during. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: just want you on camera, okay? you're a strapping young man rec- uh, cuddling well, we on got, camera has other requirements we need, the, we need the sex appeal on this episode okay strapping man at least if we need sex appeal we need totally different people than us <laughs> you're right i just need to take my shirt off that's fine okay maybe oh, one day no. uh oh, yeah dear. join patreon maybe that'll be uh that'll be a 50 dollar per episode patreon tier
2: um <laughs> oh wow Oh, dear. your wife has 50 dollars a month
0: <laughs> <laughs> you think she would pay that you got another thing coming uh, okay. Per month, come on. <laughs> so, so as I said, it's the most successful Kickstarter of all time now. Twenty two, almost twenty three million dollars. I'm sitting here watching it climb in three days, and it just keeps ticking up. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it keeps ticking up, uh, and it's the way they've structured this. They've got the secret novels. That's the big draw, right? There are four novels. Uh, he is not going through the traditional like tour or you know whatever other publishers he uses nope. uh, to publish these um it's going direct to his fans uh so i i don't know how he's going to print them i maybe we can ask somebody about that sometime but uh anyway so yeah this is direct to the fans i've never seen an author do something i, I mean authors do this all the time but i've never seen an author of this stature do something of this stature yeah. has
4: anybody else can, can you think of anything remotely like this it's certainly not of this scale i mean people yeah. have used amazon to self-publish and such but, yeah which uh brandon specifically said he didn't want to do so yeah, yeah I,
1: I for the for the kind of material that is being being made available i mean these are not these are not trade paperbacks they're not uh they're not hardbacks they're they're the full-on beautiful stuff that we've gotten in other packages that he's Mm -hmm. done in conjunction with big publisher houses so
0: so yeah to be clear when we're talking about these books um these this isn't the leather bound stuff that they've done previously Mm -hmm. they did a kickstarter for way of king's leather bound for various reasons they had to do a kickstarter on that one it was wildly successful but nowhere near what we're looking Mm -hmm. at here um And it's I'm really glad they did that, too, because and ask anybody on the Brandon team. I know I'm not speaking out of turn when I say that they had a lot of kinks to work out. And for anybody who is getting in on the Kickstarter now, be grateful that they did the way of Kings Kickstarter first. Yeah. Where what did it take? I want to say something like 12 or 14 months, maybe more to get the the final books out from the way of Kings Kickstarter. Wow. Yeah. It was at least 12 months. It was it was a lot of time. Well, and there
2: was a whole, there was multiple cycles because of the success they had where it was like, okay, everyone within this range is going to get this before Christmas. Everyone past this point who's backed it, you're going to get it next year at the beginning of the next year. And... Well,
1: and then things came at different times. It wasn't a package. Yeah. It was, oh, this came. Now I got my books. Oh, then I got my coin. Then I got the stickers. Then mm-hmm. I got I mean bits and pe- it was a it was a bits and pieces kind of a deal.
0: Yeah, I still have Wave King
3: stuff
4: kind of scattered around the studio from all those packages
0: yep, I got. <laughs> yeah.
4: He came out a day after his announcement and said basically the two reasons that he that they're doing it this way is one to challenge his Dragonsteel team because they're putting stuff out every month yeah. if you if you buy the big, mm-hmm. you know, the big full spread, you're getting something every month. So he's challenging them to to create content, not just the books, but create uh, giveaway boxes. And also he, he wants to uh, basically create a, an insulation against something like Amazon, just in case, you know, something, something happens. Amazon is fairly, is seen as a fairly reliable self-publishing tool, but things change and this will give him some reliable, insurance against something like that. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to think of what what those eventualities might be like Brandon Sanderson gets canceled and Amazon takes his books off I don't I know. don't know yeah <laughs> I, you know
4: or or Vladimir Putin takes over Amazon who knows but you know anything anything could happen but this gives them some uh, some insurance against that he said mm, okay so.
0: I I will admit I watched uh, I watched his preview video the minute and a half two minute like I have a secret to get off my chest tune yeah. in tomorrow I watched that one and then I watched the actual announcement video. And then the next day he did a reading from the first secret novel. Um, and I, I kind of checked out. So if he said anything at that point. Well, in between
4: I, those, he did like two hours worth of Q&A uh, while he was signing. Oh, okay. was signing yeah, stuff for a that. leather bound, okay. which I never, ever watched. But I was sucked right into that one. I'm like, two hours. Sure. I got two hours to kill.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm glad somebody did. Oh, man. So what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So be grateful they worked out the kinks. Yes, the Dragonsteel team is going to be- uh, Bonkers. Oh, I, I, I legit feel bad for them. Like this is going to be a massive undertaking. Yeah. I, I'm sure he's mentioned this on his sound live streams. They pretty excited about it. I, I don't catch tons of his live okay. streams, um, but I, you know, I watch a few, but I miss a lot of stuff. And uh, so he's probably mentioned they used to run all of their uh, books and merchandise out of the basement of the house. Uh, and then it outgrew that. So they've actually got a warehouse now. Yeah, uh, not far away. So they've got this giant warehouse uh, where they're doing all this logistics stuff. And I'm yeah, they're going to need every last square inch of it. Yeah, they and then some, I'm sure. So,
2: well, part of the nice aspect of this is, though, that it is spread out over. If you even do the if you do the full thing, it's over 12 months. Mm you have the four books one per quarter so and it doesn't once, even
4: start till 2023 so
2: once they get the first quarter kind of set up and get the process down like rotating stock making that happen like it's not that they're necessarily they're going to take everything in right at the top and have to right. figure it out so yeah.
1: right. well then you guys have done have you guys done subscription boxes with anything else before no, no. I don't know no so
0: no. i've done generally i so i sorry real quick Tonda, i did see when he was talking i think it was in his announcement it was, video it was in his was announcement about video yeah subscription boxes and i'm kind of with him that Generally, it's a scam. Uh, it's, it's, it, that's not to say they're all scams. No, I'm no, sure no. everybody has their favorite boxes, but they're a scam. I've general.
1: done, so I've done, over the last five years, I've done three different subscription box processes. Um, I've, done, I've done one for outside gear. I've done one for uh, professional gear and I've done one for clothing. And they are, there's, there's two things that were always really crazy about them. One was after about a year, you start repeating stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I with Brandon saying, We're gonna do this for a year, I'm thinking to myself, okay, that makes complete sense because about that twelve to thirteenth month, I'm gonna say, okay, what more is there that I'm supposed to be getting? Yeah. And the other thing that makes a a difference with a subscription box service like this is that once the once the subscriber starts getting comfortable with what's going on with it, then you start your expectation changes. So I'm sure that there's going to be tremendous tremendous latitude given for that first quarter, and then people are going to start stepping up the expectations based on what happens.
0: Right. Well, the other thing about generic subscription boxes, you know, qua subscription boxes, uh, the other thing that makes them often a scam is that you get a company that, uh, like clothing companies are notorious for this, where they have their online store, they're selling stuff, and then, hey, you know, why don't you sign sign up for our subscription box if you like our stuff? you get it every, in the mail every month? Great. But then the subscription box turns into the clearance crap that nobody wanted. They yeah. didn't buy it on the website. So I'll just send you whatever, uh, you know, whatever was left in our warehouse here. They send it to the subscription box people. That's what <laughs> so often. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. Uh, and so that is not going to be the case here where right. it's now. This is the product. This is what we're selling. You're, you're not going to be able to buy it on the site. It's only through this. So, yep. yeah, that, that makes a little more sense that way.
4: It um, sounds like they're creating content for the boxes. It's not going to be just stuff that you've seen someplace right. else or at, at Dragon Con, Steel Con or anything like that. They're creating content, which is
2: awesome. Yeah. I well, mean, they have a really strong network of artists and people who work on his, on his, uh, on Dragon Steel stuff. So, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see plenty of art pieces, you know, a few a oh, number yeah. of clothing items, things like that. I. I don't want to collect a bunch of knickknacks that are going to get dust, so that's mm. why I'm not doing the boxes Same. on this one. But if some of those items end up at Dragon Steel Con in November type thing, I will probably pick them up there on the individual basis if I like them enough. But yeah, not enough to want to spend the extra two hundred and forty dollars. Or when some enterprising fan creates Dragon Steel Bay, <laughs> and I can you know
4: bid on pick them, them up, at auction, pick yeah. them up after they've been used exactly. a little bit. Yeah. This um, one has been flipped 375,000
0: times. Whatever, so, I'll take it. Should we talk about the books themselves and uh, yeah. what, what we know about them and how excited you guys are for them based on what you know? Todd, uh, you shrugged like you don't care, so I'm going to you first. No, no, no,
1: not um, that I don't care. <laughs> uh, that this, uh, this last week, uh, for me, timing for him to release any information was stupid. <laughs> and, I'll, and the reason
0: for me, I, I want you to put that in writing, and I'm going to send that to him.
1: For me, the timing was stupid because <laughs> earlier today I finally finished chapter three of my doctoral proposal dissertation draft. Yeah, that sucks every ounce of brain power and time <laughs> and frustration that I have. So when I looked at the when I looked at the video, I said that is something that I'm absolutely going to need to spend more time with. And then I looked at all of the publication levels and I said, that is something I am absolutely going to have to talk my wife into making sure that we understand that I'm going to do this next week because I had no time. And then we said, hey, let's get together and record on Friday night. I'm like, great, I'll come over and record on Friday night. I have had zero time to invest significantly in this. So that's why I shrugged my shoulders. I'm like, I'm going to love listening to you guys talk about it because for me, I am blank slate at this point in time, except that I know that there are the four books. I know that they're going to be um, unique and not available anyplace else. And uh, heard a little bit of it that we were talking about earlier about the first one being uh, first five chapters have already been released so,
4: and stuff like that.
0: Todd, that that was a, that was a really good speech. Ken, you want to talk about the books?
4: Yeah, I'm excited about the books. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. No. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you a synopsis of the video that you're going to watch next week. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
4: so three of the four books are cosmere related one is completely unrelated to the cosmere he said and i think it's book two um from just based from what i've pieced together of what he said in, in other stuff i am very excited about book number four because it's supposed to be very heavily cosmere related meaning you want to be up to speed before you read book four Plus, there's going to be, like, two other Cosmere books that come out before that. Yeah, so giving yeah. me the two order... years
1: is what you're saying.
4: Well, it's not even coming out until December of, <laughs> and that's what, yeah, that's or until what, yeah. August of...
0: So, I, I actually, I think that is a, a really smart order. So, he comes out with book number one. That is a Cosmere book. Yep. Um, and that one is, uh, it's, he's coming out of the gate strong. Okay. Yep. Oh, I should probably reveal that I, I beta read for Brandon now. Uh, it's not something I... I better read for Talk crazy, a ton man. about, but, yeah, but yes, I do he better does read us, But the tattoo is mean. visible. I've, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never <laughs> yes,
2: heard that's that before. that's right, that's
0: right. <laughs> uh, no, so, I, so I, I do have some inkling of what's coming down the pike for you guys, and I'm very excited. Book no, so, I, sorry, back to my original point, which is that the order is really interesting because he's coming out of the gate really strong with book one. Uh, people are going to lose their ever-loving minds uh, with that one. And then he, the, book number two is the non-Cosmere book, Uh, which makes a lot of sense in the order for me where it's, uh, people aren't going to, uh, they're not going to go as crazy. That I am, it doesn't matter. People are still going to love book two. I'm excited to read book
2: two because it's not. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm
0: trying very hard here, Todd. Okay, I'm trying very hard. It
2: doesn't have the word Cosmere attached to it, so there's automatically a different feel for it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Right. yeah, and then books three and four. And it, there's a it's different like, appetite for it. You leave people really excited by finishing out with the yeah, Cosmere. And yeah. like, like you said, Ken, book yeah. four, people are talking about how that one's going to really, uh, you know, well, the floodgates have already been opened with the. Yeah, that one's going to be. But,
4: well, book three is, sorry, Ryan, Uh book three is the one he wrote for his wife. Um So I'm kind of excited to see that. And he's, he's said that that's his favorite one cool. of the four, which, I mean, if you wrote it for his wife, that makes sense to me. So mm-hmm. cool. So I'll be I interested to read that.
2: don't remember what the timeline is, but I want to, I'm, I would like to see what the rest of the publishing timeline schedule is. Because one of the things that this does though, is it creates a year of content for Sanderson fans to read. <clears throat> and Sanderson podcasts.
4: Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think by the
2: way. So hang
0: sp- on, Ken, let him finish his point. Okay. I, I interrupted. Now Sorry. you uh, can't interrupt my a, interruption. I want to tank. You can't off triple a stamp a double stamp,
2: Lloyd. <laughs> I don't remember what the release date of Stormlight Five is, but if I my inkling was it would be after this yeah so you finish this round of cosmere stuff you get all this build up all these things happening and then you drop one of the major pillar keystone cosmere stories in the whole piece mm-hmm. so yeah. i think it's very wise these weren't in the plan i'm sure like he says they're just things he wrote with the extra time but to uh, do a year how
4: would it be? <laughs> sorry come on. real quick well,
2: okay do, do you want to finish your point before i jump in i'm just saying that to give a year of content like this helps the fans get to this major milestone without that right. n- you know chomping at the bit like when is, yeah, yeah. is yeah. it ready when are we going to get it? like we already know it's like November of 2024 or something like that right right
0: so so what I was going to say you said um you know it wasn't planned that way he's just kind of writing the books he wanted to write yeah <laughs>
3: yeah
0: yeah kind of it's a bit like when people so i've I've got videos on youtube about you know here's this aspect of tolkien's books and let's dive into that and every time i do and every time i talk about symbolism or something there's people in the comments like well you know tolkien hated allegory right don't you you read that right you know he hated allegory and i'm like oh gosh yeah sure he said he cordially (laughs) dislikes allegory but he used it all the freaking time okay can we so anyway my point being Brandon might say, hey, you know, it was, it was unplanned. It's just kind of like, this is kind of what I want. Oh, he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> he knew exactly where this would fit and why this was the right time to release it in the Cosmere. <laughs> okay. And so it's what, like uh, the Brandon doth protest too much. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, All
4: right, that's fine. Uh, I'd buy that.
0: Anyway, that's, that's okay. all. Brandon, I'm calling you out on your game. <laughs> I see through you. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's 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 deep remember that's when deep. craig
4: stuff. was a beta reader yeah Ooh. <laughs> he's gonna have a tough time getting the tattoo removed that's for sure <laughs> um
0: okay so uh yeah I, I as far as the books ryan anything else you want to say on those i for for obvious reasons i'm gonna stay fairly tight-lipped about them
2: but yeah no it's i one of the things about this that i've appreciated is uh, he took the time to say, basically give each reader the experience they want in terms of coming to the books mm. uh, by saying, I'm not going to release things like titles. All this. Stuff. If you want access to that, it's going to be here. It will get spoiled like crazy for people as soon as, you know, it's like, oh, we now know the title of the first one. The first five chapters have been out. Yep. So if you don't want to know, it's going to take work to not know if you're in any sort of Cosmere <laughs> Facebook group yeah. or anything yeah. like
3: that.
4: Yeah, it's going to be serious what? disconnecting because I, he, Brandon said he's not going to go out of his way to, to drop spoilers or, or the Dragonsteel team are going to go out of their way to avoid spoiling things, but that's it's going to happen. Everybody else will, but everybody else, everybody will, else will with delight as they
0: let me ask you this spoiler wise. What Ryan, I'll, I'll direct this question at you. No, Todd, I'm going to direct this question at you. Oh, wow. Another what one? do you think? Uh, is, let's take a Stormlight book as our example here. Okay, what is the spoiler time limit? you know it, granted you don't want to ever go out of your way to spoil something you know even if it's 10 years later sure uh, but how long should people be able to expect not to run into spoilers willy-nilly on the internet uh, with a stormlight book
1: for a stormlight book mm-hmm. 2 weeks 2 2 weeks 2, two weeks, weeks from the date of publication wow. if you are if if you are passionate about the book enough that you're trying to that you're trying to keep yourself unspoiled and pure in order to have the full experience let's give you 2 weeks Let's give you 2 weeks of of people not dropping huge things. Huh. Um if it's a movie, I think your time frame changes to about 5 days tops. Wow. Ryan
2: Ryan thoughts? Uh I would I would disagree with that. It what the reality is and what it should be, um I think because it is a book, the timeline on that should be at least a month before you consider posting any sort of spoiler because it gives right. people time to read from release like not everyone is going to sit down and devour especially a stormlight book in a three-day period or a two-day period like right that. or a two that's week why i give 12,
1: that's why i give 14 days
3: yeah <laughs>
2: <That's>
1: 14 <laughs> is plenty so put your life on that's what i do put my life on hold all of the all of the material that i use it instantly becomes <laughs> way of kings and people in fact my children know when one of those books drops that if they get in the car, they're picking up in the middle of the book and that's mm-hmm. the best that they've got. And I continue to look at them and say things like, shh, shh, shh. But dad, <laughs> we missed the, t- shh, shh. I'll get there, I'll get there.
4: Because <laughs> that's how it works. Ken? I was going to say for a doorstopper, like, like a rhythm of war or something, it's three to six months.
0: I was going to go 12. But yeah. A year? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about like, this is how long you can't talk about the book with other people. Right. I'm just talking about like, yeah, you probably don't, mentioned that you know uh, darth vader's luke skywalker's father for the next year <laughs> online okay right? okay does that does that make sense i would uh, say it
2: de- it depends on where you're talking like well yeah obviously yeah uh, i mean that's okay. that's, that's the, big, yeah your environment matters i guess I'm,
0: I'm thinking of like twitter or facebook or yeah kind of those broad places if you're
2: going to go on to like if you if you're like most of us and have a twitter following of maybe three numbers uh <laughs> on there You know, just maybe don't use the, just don't use like hashtags that are going to bring it into the main. Like hashtag Sanderson spoiler. Well, if you're using a spoiler tag, that's different, (laughs) but then just don't do the stupid things. So
0: the reason the reason I brought up this question in the first place is does the calculus change when we have four books coming out at regular intervals throughout a year? Um, Is this something that we feel like we should expect people to keep up? If you're interested in the Cosmere, yeah. you're expected to uh, I, I to totally keep up. Think you and should. I feel like, and like once by by the time the next book comes out, all bets are off as far as spoilers for the last one. I feel Absolutely. like,
4: given the size of these books and the appetite of the person who will likely be trying to avoid spoilers, the three months in between books is enough time to well, limit your spoilers.
1: But let me ask this question these These books are are these books typical brandon sanderson for large enough that no, you can these are, hurt people or are they slightly smaller these are
4: on average about a hundred thousand a words see 400 I think, pages
1: yeah i think we're good with i i still i, I think we're good with two I,
0: I i will say i will reveal this from when i when i was beta reading one of these books that first one um so he comes out with this announcement hey, i've got four secret books, you know, don't, don't tell any, this was months ago, don't tell anybody, don't breathe a word, don't even dream about them, you know, kind of that kind of thing. Um, Or, you know, or you'll be NDA'd into oblivion. And so he tells us this and I'm like, wow, four. four, Okay. So the, you know, these must be novellas. And, and so I I got the first one and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll get started with it. And (laughs) I'm about, I don't know, 25, 30 pages in. And I'm like, I haven't, made a dent in this and i i so i started scrolling down i'm like oh my oh no this is a <laughs> this is a book a this book. is a book book and i'm scrolling and i'm scrolling and i'm scrolling it was uh so no this is not rhythm of war but it is also not uh you know the babysitter's club or something this is, uh, this is a full <laughs>
2: I would have gone with like Emperor's Soul or you know, <laughs> right. one of his other novellas, but Babysitter's Club, Hardy Boys, Nancy what Drew, whatever. This is this not goosebumps, is not
4: goosebumps. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so,
0: all right, so yeah, that's uh, uh again, I, I'm trying to be cagey in I'm case you're curious. Details, I but...
4: think he said the shortest one is about 65,000 words and the longest one is somewhere closer to 110. Mm, okay, so yeah, that that tracks two weeks, so the the <laughs> three months in between should be more than enough spoiler time for anybody who is truly, truly interested in avoiding, in avoiding spoilers. Yeah.
3: So.
1: But by the same token, I think the, the, the question that you're asking is, at least from my standpoint, um, when do I put myself on that kind of a process? When do I expect others to put themselves on that kind of a process? As far as I'm concerned, the internet is, I avoid the internet as soon as something that I'm passionate about has been released until I'm done with it. Like the new Batman movie, Mm-hmm. I am, I am off Facebook for a little while. I love my friends. I try to send birthday, birthday notifications. I don't have to get caught up because until I see the movie, I don't want people doing that. And right now our culture is one of, as soon as I have a secret to share, Craig, you are such a wonderful human being because you've had the secret to share for months and you've <laughs> sat on it. Most of the rest of the population, I got a secret and I, and I can't tell, but I'm going to tell you right now. Injun Joe's Um And that, do you remember that cartoon? I'm sorry. What? Do you remember that cartoon? That was it. Never mind. Never mind. You guys are too young.
2: Should we? Uh, <laughs> uh, should we <laughs> oh kick him out? It's or? an old
1: thing. Okay. I. Tr- I mean, so are you. So. That's my point. <laughs> Tom Sawyer. We
2: remember this. I know where the story comes from. Oh okay. no
1: no 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 no. That's the. Never mind. Never mind.
0: Now you're thinking of Rush. That's today's Tom Sawyer. No, he's thinking no. of yesterday's Tom Sawyer.
2: I, oh man. The only reference I have for the I use hate of the phrase in Jinzhou so right is come on, that was Tom good. Sawyer. That was good.
1: It Rush was well played. Rush's Tom Sawyer was yesterday's Tom Sawyer. I'm, I'm really thrilled that Tom you referenced Sawyer.
0: Rush.
4: So I'm, I'll take that.
0: <laughs> oh boy. So
4: what were we talking about? Something I about no Brandon? Idea. Somebody? Brandon,
0: Brandon yeah. Sanderson. Track
4: back to the main path. <laughs> Brandon
0: Neil Pert Sanderson. Okay, what? that would be an interesting combo.
1: <laughs> Neil Pert writing music for Brandon—that would be awesome.
2: Uh, okay, sorry, I'll I'll be back when we get back somewhere I know what to talk about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Bottom okay. so, line, I'm excited about these novels. <laughs> so, where where were we,
1: uh, Todd? What were you talking about? Just about the fact that that in the internet culture that we have today. The majority of people feel like as soon as they know something, it is their oh, yeah, yeah, it is yeah. their privilege oh, to yeah. be able to spoil it for everyone else.
0: Todd, I was going to ask you on a date. Let's go on a date night tomorrow. Batman. Okay. We're going to go see Batman tomorrow. Okay. It's called a mandate. Um, Nobody you know else what? is invited because it's date night. So. I might be able to pull it off. <laughs> uh, Ryan, you've seen Are you buying one, the right? popcorn? I did. I saw the Batman earlier today. Okay. Well, maybe we'll talk about that one later, but uh, <laughs> not, not yet. So... Uh, what, what else, what else do we want to talk about with this? Should we talk about just how immense this, uh, Brandon Sanderson's following seems to be? Uh, I, I, this is something that I am kind of marveling at. Uh, there is, you people talk about, you know, book sales, who's the most popular fantasy, sci-fi, whatever author out there. Um, and for a few years now I've, I've been like, I don't Brandon Sanderson is pretty, pretty big he's pretty popular and you know but then you point to book sales and you're like well no it's jk rowling and i'm like well that's kind of a different league it's a different animal (laughs) it's a different animal people talk about george martin and i'm like right when the tv show was out but now i'm not so sure um and i i so what i'm getting at is right now oh my goodness it's still going up now we're at 22.8 million uh we're at very nearly 95 thousand backers Jeez. to <laughs> to this uh, giant Kickstarter name for me another author who could do
4: that I'm not even sure George Martin could do that because I don't believe he well I, don't, well, uh, well, I think he could probably he said, do it if he said "Wins
0: of winter give me give me 200 bucks and if you know if 90,000 people give me $200 I'll give you "Wins of winter let me
4: let me amend it I think he could do it based on quantity of following but on rabid quality of following i'm not sure that he could i think that Mm -hmm. brandon pound for pound probably has the most rabid devoted following of any author any fantasy author i don't know if i have to couch that at all but his the people that read brandon's stuff are fanatical about all the stuff that is cause not even cosmo related that is dragon steel related
0: i'm gonna start calling ken kettle
2: yeah (laughs) What? Not <laughs> what? calling the kettle black. I, you are these people, Ken.
4: I'm not exactly. I mean, I'm. I, I Ken. They're, you they're, are, these people. are here. these people. I'm like here. Ken. You
2: know I mean, you went to Dragonsteel Con. You sat in a it? booth. It's because you, you bought for things. It. You went and got it. things signed. <laughs> you, <laughs> Ken, stop while you're
0: behind. Stop while you're behind. Okay. Just no, no. Just but Ken, I, I think I agree with you. But Ryan, I didn't dress up. Do you think that's true? You didn't dress up. Do you think anybody else could do this? Like, if George Martin said, I'm going to kickstart Winds of Winter, do you think he would pass 100,000 backers within three or four days?
3: Mm,
2: It it would all depend on how that was, because it's, yes, if it was Winds of Winter and there were specific things, like, you'll have a date that here's when you're going to get it, you're going to get a special edition copy. Like, I think that there could be enough people who would rush to do that, that it would be, he could get a similar following Hmm. monetarily no i don't think it's the same because you're not going to do winds of winter for 260 dollars, right like you're going to say even a you know premium leatherback edition whatever that right something like that you're looking at but in terms of number of backers size of fan base yeah martin i think he could do something like this uh he wouldn't let me
0: let me uh let me put it this way um the way the way that i'm kind of oh i'm sorry todd did you have something to share yeah on okay. this
1: one i actually have
0: something to share okay yeah now please please go okay and then i'll get to my point uh, if i can remember what it was
1: <laughs> i i think the part of the question needs to also be how many of these other authors already have the kind of following that brandon has online brandon has his uh writing excuses podcast he has the regular YouTube channel he has regular pieces that he's releasing on a regular basis throughout social media do the other authors that we're thinking about have those i don't think they do and so the ability to get the 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 hype and the attention in that period of time i think that's partly because of his social media presence
0: yeah that's and that's okay thank you todd for sharing because that actually segues pretty nicely into what i was going to say so that's wait a perfect. minute we're thinking the same wow uh, anyway,
1: that's a little frightening once no again, wonder they're yeah. going on that
4: mandate hey you're excused
0: uh all right so Popper? what i was going to say is i don't think anybody could do it in this order. No. So if no. George Martin or Pat Rothfuss uh came out and said hey i you know i'm going to do a kickstarter uh for you know, book 3 of uh of what's that thing called name of the wind um king oh. killer chronicles. Yeah. Um, doors yeah. of stone. Doors of stone. Thank you. So he he comes out and says i'm going to do doors of stone i'm going to do a kickstarter um there would be a lot of people that would sign up immediately, but it would be the media jumping on the bandwagon because it, because those two names, especially, and there are a few others uh, in that list as well, I think, but those two names especially have a lot of media clout uh, within within and without the industry. Um, so if those names got on, then the the media would hop on and then people would hear about it and it would gain traction in that way. And it could make as much of a dent as we're seeing with the Sanderson. What I don't think they could do is what Sanderson is doing, which is kind of self-generating that. The media only hopped on board with this after they were like, wait, he raised how much in a day? Mm -hmm. He raised how much in two days? And then they wrote their pieces on it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think anybody could do it in the order that Brandon did. That was kind of where I
4: was going with that too, yeah. Could
1: anyone, now we've, we've said originally, could any author do this? Could Kevin Feige do this with anything Marvel related? Could... Uh, John Favreau
0: and
2: yes. Dave Filoni yes. do this with Star Wars. Different yes. medium, absolutely. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes.
0: Yes. So uh, at the time, one of I don't think it was maybe it was the most successful, but it was at least one of the most successful Kickstarters at the time. We're going back like five, six, seven years, something like that. Was the Veronica Mars movie? Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember, so yeah. so I was I was a big big time marshmallow back in the day. That's what they called their fans with mm-hmm. the Veronica, Veronica Mars show. I uh, loved that movie, or loved the series, and so you know I was all over the the movie. Um, and so, yeah, with the way the landscape is now, I think, yeah, if Dave Filoni and uh, what what did we say? What John Dave Favreau and John Favreau? Uh, if they got on and said, "Hey, um, you know, Disney dropped this show, but uh, we we want to make a spinoff of this." I mean, obviously, you couldn't get the licensing, but I'm just saying, in a fantastical world, yes, you could get that kind of. It would be a little bit
2: different. I can actually give you an example of another project that is similar to this. Um, uh, The Legend of Vox Machina. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Critical Role, uh, that group, they Kickstarter to turn it into an animated series on Kickstarter, raised uh, $11.38 million to make this happen. 88,000 backers. So yeah, that's pretty close to the 95 I'm looking at. So yeah. you're looking at that sort of setup. So there are groups that could absolutely do that. Uh, large studios, I think, would be they would be laughed out for using Kickstarter that way. Mm. Um, but, but I do actually think there was an author who I think could have done this, uh, but I don't know could do it in now. And that was Edgar Allan Poe, <laughs> 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 J.K. Rowling, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, she, she yeah. definitely couldn't do it now. <laughs> now
2: I think it would be harder. There's still a large enough fan base that I think, like, in three days, days, no. But if she were, to- I, although
0: I don't know because that one's so international, I, I I don't know about Brandon's reach overseas. But
2: that, if, that she had,
1: if she had said at the end of the Deathly Hallows, by the way, here's one more book.
2: There's there's things like I'm just knowing just because of her fan base. I'm basing this entirely on fan base, not on quality of author or anything else. Just. The fan base for Harry Potter is strong enough and cares enough that if the author had come out before all the issues she's been dealing with now, then I think she could have done something like this. Which makes
0: me really, it just makes me hope that Brandon Sanderson never gets that big because do you guys remember how annoying it was for the last, or has been for the last five to six years that every political dispute had to be funneled through the lens of Harry Potter? Because that's all that our generation understands. <laughs> this politician I, I, I is Voldemort. That politician this. is Voldemort. Well, I'm like Ron because I voted for this guy. And it's, yeah. oh
4: man, it drove Did me I crazy. miss that? Did you miss that? Do you not Todd, see- Todd, you were going to school and stuff. I, you, do you not see literally everybody cr- calling out their Hogwarts houses? I mean, everyone, yeah, everyone knows what I, house they're I, sorted into. It's ridiculous. Todd, what house are you? Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw. Oh, he's Hufflepuff.
1: I'm Ravenclaw. Nah, I'm no. Ravenclaw. Totally it's Ravenclaw. Hufflepuff.
4: Uh if I was your
0: sorting hat <laughs> Okay, let's not go there.
4: Here, come here, let me sit on your head. Yeah, no. That's oh, not
0: gonna happen. I would even say, for fifty dollars.
4: That's a tomorrow night thing.
2: In this room we've got three Ravenclaws and a Gryffindor. Is that the case?
0: Who's it? you're I, Gryffindor? No. No, no, you're a hundred percent Gryffindor.
2: No.
3: Yeah, no, he's not. You're saying I'm the you're, Gryffindor? You're dumb. You might brave. be Slytherin.
4: I, but... I, I always like to say I'm Gryffindor with <laughs> Slytherin-like tendencies. Yeah, you
2: know? was like, I, either way on that. Yeah, I love how we've really segwayed this into this. But... <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. See, this but is why Joe Rowling
1: could do it. But we're very comfortable that there are no Hufflepuffs in this room.
4: Oh, well, that's because Megan's not here. Okay, funny tangent.
2: <laughs> Megan is Slytherin. Funny. Oh, that's true. No, that that is, is right. she, is, that's she is Slytherin.
4: She is Slytherin and she's proud of it. So Todd, you, you are Hufflepuff. I am it's not a Hufflepuff. Fun, it's t- and that's okay.
0: What's wrong with Hufflepuff?
4: Fun tangent I have I have, re- I have four a a kids Ravenclaw. and they all sorted into <laughs> different houses.
2: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Are they all yours? <laughs> yeah. They're all mine.
3: <laughs> At least they're no. all Jolene's.
2: <laughs> wow. I, it was the only place I could take that. Okay. So, apparently, oh, we have nothing. All of your left. children are wonderful. There are no bastards. Oh, You're great.
4: <laughs> Although Talking the one about, about spoilers, the one we weren't sure about. <laughs> I wasn't there for his delivery. I'm just saying.
0: Oh, oh man. man, were you there? Never mind. Okay, <laughs> so, Joanie doesn't listen to this. I'm I'm safe. So, do we have anything left to say about the Brandon Sanderson stuff? All right.
1: Uh, did we want to segue to the other Brandon Sanderson thing?
4: It's the fact that Brandon connects with his fans that makes him so that makes yes. that drives this yes. as a possibility. And, and, and God bless him for All it. All of his fans yeah. feel like they know him. I have you
2: know. one more question. I, I know we talked about maybe getting into Ever Shore a little bit, um, mm-hmm. which is going to be a probably a fairly short discussion. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, but I have <laughs> a short
0: book. not. If we turn Todd loose on it,
2: <laughs> I have a question prediction challenge for everyone here. Where does this land?
0: Oh, money-wise, after 30 days?
2: After 30 days, what mm. is the final total?
0: Excellent question. Oh, geez. Ken, Todd? I, I should write okay. this down so we right, can... Right, oh, yeah, please do. So right can. now, uh, we are at 22.838. Where? Okay, mm-hmm. a million
1: dollars. And... In the last 24 hours, it's gone up by 2 million, 2.8 million.
0: Something like that. Yeah, pretty close. Okay.
1: So, in the first two days, he tops $20 million. Mm-hmm. In the next day, he does an additional 10%. Right. So, I'm putting my money at 34.8 million. Wow.
4: Okay. Ken? I was going to say, it. I think it slows down here in the middle and uh, gets a feverish push from people like us at the end. And, Probably I think he I bet he tops fifty million. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh
0: my guess since Ryan's writing him down, he'll be the last one to guess. My guess, uh, if we're at call it twenty-three right now, I think we top out at twenty-six point
2: five million dollars. Yeah. Okay. And I was going to say I think we will come just shy of thirty million. I think it'll be about twenty eight. Seven is where I'll drop. Twenty-eight, seven. Okay, you write it down.
0: Now, are we? I feel like there needs to be something at stake here. Okay, right, what are we playing for? Are We bowling for burgers, or is this? Ooh, uh, Ooh I like that idea. Um, oh, you know what? Okay, here's burgers what we're gonna do. do: closest
1: to without going over.
0: No, here's one dollar. Hang on, hang on. Let's let's talk about <laughs> what's at stake first. Um, this we're all gonna go bowling because okay. I said bowling for burgers as a joke, but then yeah. I was like, you know what? That sounds fun. Let's go bowling. Cool. Okay, so we're, as a group, we're gonna go bowling. And whoever is the furthest has to pay. Okay. Okay. I'm in. For four people to go bowling.
2: <laughs> you want to redo your guess, Ken? No. <laughs> okay.
0: So Ken, thanks for uh, thanks for that.
4: I'm confident in my in my. Uh... All right. All right.
0: Um, 23. 23. Twenty-three. And I, million I, I say and... we don't. I say we don't go prices right rules it's not closest without going over it's just whoever is closest
4: i'm just saying 23 million direction. dollars in three days and he's got 27 more days to get i you know another half of that i get you plus i just, think he's got to push at the end you know so. what you yeah. just for brandon's sake and
0: you know and for the sake of the the sweet filthy lucre
4: i hope you're right <laughs> okay but I, I don't think you are i think it's that's fine that's fine i I honor I honor this gentleman's agreement. I'll pay for I'll pay for bowling <laughs> and, and the burgers. winner
0: the winner so you pay for for bowling and then the winner has to actually buy everybody's burgers uh, at the bowling alley. So what are you so, winning? Uh You're the, winning bragging rights. So you want to be second or bragging, third is what you're saying. Bragging rights and vainglory. That's, that's what right. that's what you're after. You get to you win the chance to feel good about buying mm-hmm. horrible greasy wicked bowling alley food for We could else. probably I'm find
1: in. we could probably find somebody that could make two t-shirts. One of them that says I bought burgers because I'm right, and the other one can say I, I paid for bowling because I'm wrong.
0: <laughs> all right, so you should we talk nestled about, in the comfortable guys? center there? <laughs> should we talk about a little Evershore? And by we, I mean somebody else because I haven't read. Sure, heard it. a very so, little, a little. So for those, uh, for those still listening, uh, for all six of you, uh, <laughs> you may want to forward this to anybody who's a big fan of the Skyward series. That's what we're talking about here. Uh, Skyward has. three three well i i don't the cytoverse is what it's called the cytoverse it has three novels out now um and four three four three and a half three and a half uh novellas novellas. that came along with them uh you guys have talked about the novellas and the books Mm -hmm. uh, or the novels i guess we should call them on the podcast before uh i'm not caught up uh but i don't give the single rear end of a rat about spoilers so i'm just going to turn it over to you guys and say uh, but, I, I, but I did want to put it out there. We're talking about everything that has come out in the Cytoverse up to this point. So if you're not caught up and you care about spoilers, then heads up.
2: Okay, go. we're heading into Evershore, I, I'm not going to be much help for Evershore. I haven't had a chance to capture that one either. But I do really? think that this... No, I've been reading the the new E.U. Thrawn. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, we need to talk about that yeah. one later.
3: But, um,
2: yeah, so in terms of Evershore, but the thing is, the the all the novellas up to this point... My only thing, we've talked about the first two. I have decided these novellas are required reading for Cytoverse if you want to truly enjoy the Cytoverse because uh, the latest installment of, um, shoot, what's her name? Spencer. Spencer's story uh, leaves so much untouched in every in the other part of the world that if you don't read this, you're going to come back in and go, wait, what happened? Yeah. And oh, you're I,
0: talking about the main three novels, yeah. Don't so if,
2: fill it out enough. If you only read oh, the main yeah. three novels, you will come back into the story after uh three, and unless Brandon spends a significant time, or I guess it doesn't have to be significant, unless he spends time with a character, letting you know everything that happened in the novellas, yeah. Then you're going to be what in the world just happened? Because Spencer had that moment at the end of the story anyway. Like, yeah. wait a minute, how are you? You know, how are you an admiral type thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think for for me the I, I agree the idea that this is going to make the rest of the story much easier if you've read these. I also think that Brandon could he could easily throw together a, a an exposition piece that says you know where somebody kind of walks through the high points. The thing that I think would be hard is helping people understand all of the pieces that we started to learn in Evershore about the different types of Cytoverse powers that are available
4: of cytonic powers yeah. yeah
1: so that's that's the piece that well that was that was one piece that i got out of this novel that i really enjoyed but the other one that i enjoyed probably more than i want to admit is how uh oh crap names names are hard Cobb, uh right. not Cobb, not Cobb. uh spencer's <laughs> spencer's boyfriend rig oh, R- Jorgen. 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 Uh, right. Where we going i here? wanted to keep saying jerk face and that just seems so rude uh Jerk face.
4: Yeah, um, he embraces it now.
1: Jerk all, all of the way that Jerk face's little little rat mentor keeps trying to help him develop his power His little You're master completely Shifu. Completely relaxed. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time that came up I was like, yeah, I know people like this. It's, <laughs> it's one part ally roundup, human ally roundup and one part uh Kung Fu Jorgen where he's got Master <laughs> Shifu to teach him now how to, you know, the way of the the cytonic panda. And how to use his powers to do way more than Spencer can do. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, there's two chosen ones. It's like, yeah, the 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 idea that by
1: by that, because different uh, because different Cytonic powers normally manifest in different individuals and that no one individual has had all the powers that they have to pull together. They're going to have to use each other.
4: They can. I think it was mentioned in one of the novellas or one of the books that we know that they will. uh, Sunreach. Sunreach. Yeah. Cytonics can learn other. I mean, and we know that it's just like exercise. like you can, you can gain another skill. You might not be as good at it as this skill, but you can, it won't come as naturally. No. It won't come as easily. Unless you're Jorgen, and then, and then you can learn them up. all and be amazing. Except he probably can't travel through space. He can't. He can't as well uh, as, as Spencer, yeah. but,
2: okay. yeah. but he can move planets. It's important, though, because of how the people on this side that are in the novellas had to progress. Yeah. Yes. They had to progress. They had to develop because otherwise, Spencer comes back and we spend an entire book just trying to bring people up to this speed because she's been training along the way, too. And we don't want to derail the momentum of this story that much by having Spencer have to come back and start her Spencer's Academy for gifted, you know, Cytonics right. and have to start teaching everybody. So this way it brings them up there. But again, unless you have already read that, you don't know that their, that their skill level has gone up to that. I, I really enjoyed the first two novellas. I think, um, of the two of them, I think, was it, I think Sunreach was probably my favorite uh, okay. out of them. Um, if you haven't read any any of them, you follow. That's the f- the first time we follow a non human. Yeah. Um, we move into uh, the character that appeared uh, that Spencer Alanique. Uh, yeah. That you're uh, talking about Redon. Oh, Redon. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Uh, sorry, Redon. That's what I meant. Um, but we follow her story, and it was the first time we got a different view. Someone who had more knowledge than the humans had. We got a bigger world to work with, and now in the third Cytonic book of Spencer's. We kind of got a chance to do that, so I was glad that I had read them before I got into the third book uh, yeah. with Spencer because I had reference points for things going on uh, that made more sense than I than I think someone who just read the Spencer series.
4: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I absolutely agree with that, and i th- I like that. Hopefully, it means we can just we can just uh, hit book four, you know, running, and he'll just expect people to catch up. If you get in the book four and you're lost and you're looking for exposition, trudge back and read these three novellas, but we're going to keep on going. That's, that's my hope. You know, we'll see what happens, but did, uh, so these books were
1: co-authored by Brandon. Yes. They're Brandon's ideas, but they've been, but, but another person has done a lot of the heavy lifting. Did you notice a difference between, uh, uh, was the, was the difference between the writing styles noticeable enough that it was distracting? No, no. Okay. Not really. Because I was a little disappointed.
2: Good talk, really.
1: I was. I
4: Todd was disappointed though, so I want.
1: I was. I was a little disappointed. I, I recognize that there are some hallmark pieces of the way that Brandon has described uh, combat, and also the way that he has described uh, some of the human emotional issues that this one felt glossed over. I don't know whether that's because it's the different writer. Or because they decided that they were going to treat them with kid gloves, because this is a young adult series. I
0: think either one is possible. Well, and also the fact that these are novellas. Novellas. That's what I was um, going to say. I think it's
4: one yeah. part. It's one part young adult feeling, and one part novella. So it does, they just don't have time to get into the depth.
1: Well, I think there. I think there were opportunities too. They they touch on some pretty heavy stuff, but they do it very quickly, and they treat it with they treat it with kid gloves a little bit. And so,
0: so let me ask you guys a question. Yep. I, I am not caught up on the cytoverse. I, I read the first two books. I, I haven't gotten to any of the rest of it yet. I will. I, I liked them. fine. I, I, no problem with them. So uh, but let me ask you this. I know that Brandon and his team were expecting and hoping that uh, the cytoverse would be the new Hunger games, the new kind of YA sensation. Uh, written with that in mind, hoping that this would really take off in the way that those did. And the, and they were a bit disappointed that it didn't make it to that level. Um, I, I know all this secondhand, I, I haven't talked to anybody there about it. But um, uh, my question for you is, do these books deserve a place among that canon, even if they don't have it? Or do you feel like, you know what, these don't quite capture the magic that that maybe a uh, Suzanne Collins did for two books. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. You're like, not wrong. But it, so d- does the question make sense? Do they deserve a place in that in the YA canon, even if they don't have that place?
4: I don't think necessarily that they deserve to be hailed that spectacularly, but also I think that they deserve to be on the same level as as The Hunger Games. In that, I don't think Hunger Games deserves to be that wild. Widely hailed either so. yet, uh,
2: Here's the thing i I don't <laughs> think that it, uh, in terms of deserve and merit. No, that's I don't really know what rubric I would hold to to put on that to be but like what, what did Hunger Games have that, that's that this doesn't have? That's yeah.
0: why I asked it the way I did because you can interpret that however you want. Like, what does deserve
2: mean? I I don't know. But up to you. I would say that having it in that same pantheon would not raise a lot of eyebrows. Like, I don't think people would be like, what is this doing with Hunger Games? What is this doing with uh, the Maze Runner series? Or, anything like that. or, you know, why is this here? No one's going to have that problem if nope. they've read it. Um, but it doesn't have the acclaim partially because it hasn't had a media presence outside of the books either. Right? I, and, I, and I think that... For me, can, I, can
0: I throw out there real quick that it's also because they don't take place on Earth? and and as soon as you take a, a story off of earth you just naturally alienate a certain segment of readers who are going to be like I, I i don't know what's going on here i don't know where that is i don't know it possibly
4: be but That's, i don't think hunger games was hunger games until the movies came out though the books weren't uh, you're
2: well, wrong
0: but okay it,
4: it had, had been,
2: to have been it had to have been enough to be picked up by a studio yes and to get where it was going and it was like i remember <laughs> i remember the the drive of people to read the Hunger Games and talking about it and everything and hearing about people trying to explain it and going, this is weird. This is a, um, there was
4: a lot of buzz. You're right. That is, that is true.
2: There is not, there is not enough darkness in this story to appease that what Hunger Games has. There's that little bit of darkness that Hunger Games carries in terms of kids killing each other set up. There's not that, enough dystopia. There's enough dystopia, but there's not enough, I don't want to use the term grim dark because it's not accurate for this, but there's not enough of that <laughs> grimness or darkness. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Either of those are there to that, that draws people in to have that discussion. So there's another series. I'll just briefly mention it here. And, um, it's called Scythe. Okay. Um, it has a very, very dark concept to it. And the people, readers who have gotten into it seem to really, really love the series. It has the feeling in my mind of, what could be a new Hunger Games setup if, mm-hmm. if it could get, get, get a little more traction. Yeah. Um,
0: mm. yeah. Todd, you've been itching to say something for a couple
2: of Oh, minutes. I just,
1: I, I, I wanted to make sure that, that when I, that, that you guys understand when I say yet, I think some of that is going to be resultant on how he concludes this particular, this side of her series. I think that um, that, there is, that, that there is an opportunity for Brandon to finish this strong enough that it could eclipse the hunger games series for how for the way that it pulls everything together because the hunger games again the first two were really good and the you know the next one falls apart uh the divergent series you know a lot of attention to the first couple and then the last one falls apart so i think that if he has the ability to fix what the other ones did not successfully do which is finish the story strong i think he's got a possibility that it could eclipse those
0: Hmm. All right. Well, anything else that you guys want to say about what's it called Evershore? sure The
1: side. I think it's worth reading. Yeah, definitely read it. Yeah, I think it's worth reading. All
4: right, and go read Defending Elysium too. That's another <laughs> that was sideverse thing. It's it's the prequel that he wrote even before Skyward came out. Oh, okay. So, right. but it takes place in the same universe. Cool. So go yeah, read it.
0: I I, I like the first two books. I I just didn't I I, I didn't like them enough to shift into rabid mode and like i gotta read the next thing but yeah i'll, I'll definitely get to him yeah so. um cool well shall we call it there feeling sure. good yep yeah all right well uh i hope everybody's excited for the year of sanderson unfortunately not tm i, tell, <sighs> I was gonna say can we sue <laughs> um, for
4: copy or trade record infringement no that's
0: no, too it's too Dang. late and I, I think we have it, a hard time trademarking his name on the podcast. And it doesn't podcast. start until next year. <laughs> yeah, No, but uh, it'll be another, it, it'll be a year of Sanderson, not just for uh, the, the Sanderson folks and not just for the readers, but for us as well. I'm right. sure we're going to be doing That's a weird. lot of Brandon Sanderson stuff next year. Uh, so I hope he, people are looking forward to that. Make sure you go to thelegendarium.com, support the show, check out the archives, go to Discord. Uh, We had a bunch of new signups on Discord in the last week or two, um, especially with the Silmarillion series that we're doing Mm -hmm. right now. A lot of new Discord people and not one of them so far has been anything approaching a jerk. So, so far we're batting a thousand on Discord. Um, Yeah, no, I love our Discord community. Thank you everybody for your participation there. I really appreciate it. So, uh, Ken, Todd, Ryan, I will see you guys next time. Always a pleasure. All right, have a good one.